Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I am so happy to have the guests that we have in this first hour. Okay. I have been, no, I haven't. Well, when I first reached out to them, I said, okay, I just have to have you come on and talk with my family members. I have to have them know you. So I'm just going to read a little bit of their bios to you, but I really want you to meet them. But I'm talking too much. Let's get started. Our guests in this hour are none other than Mike Burton and Razia Sabor, otherwise known as Mike and Razia or Mike and Chef Raz. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. For the past 20 years, Mike, Mike Burton to be exact, has worked as a professional saxophonist, touring extensively with Usher, Patti LaBelle, Jill Scott, Tyler Perry, and too many more others, okay, to name. You already know who I'm talking about. I know you do. And his wife, Chef Roz, is the winner of Own's Great Soul Food Cookout. What? Did you hear me? A cooking competition that celebrates soul food as the foundation of American cuisine. Family, I invite you to the conversation with none other than Mike and Razia. Hello there, family. Hey. Hi! Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Listen, I, okay, so family, I talked to them briefly before, you know, the show started and I was telling them I was already on 10. I was already on 10 <laughs> because I was so happy to have you here. Listen, and listen, Bayina, did I pronounce that right? Now you tell me if I did it. Sabor, she said, I'm here for it. I am here for it. <laughs> thank you, because I am too. So family, let me get out of myself because I'm like, I told you I'm on 10 already. I want our family members to get to know you guys. First, I want to know how did you two meet? Uh, we met in college, uh, Indiana University. Uh, we were in an ensemble called the IU Soul Review. Uh, uh, it was a, you know, a school yeah. soul review. A, yeah. a school ensemble, we did like music from like Motown through whatever was popular at the time, you know, and it's still in existence today. So Is she, it? Yeah, and I was the babies. What am I talking about? I sounded like that. It was like, and I was in the horn <laughs> section. Yes. So yeah. So she actually came to IU to major in music, and then she changed her major to psychology. Yeah. But uh, so yeah. So we met in this in this ensemble. That's how we met. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And here I was. I was ready to start with psychology with you. And look at you. You were in school. Oh, really? Yes. Because I was going to, I know I did read that you had a history in social work. Yes. Yeah. I was and social you made a, yes, you made a complete career change going into the culinary arts. Yeah. And I was thinking, wow. Wow. So I'm curious to know. Mike, were you always uh, a working musician or did you too have a career switch? No, this was it. I mean, since uh, uh, since I was a kid, so my my mom, um, she was one of the um, original members of the Mississippi Mass Choir, which was a famous choir back in the day. They still recording to this day, but she was an original member. So I was, you know, going to rehearsals and uh, live recordings and riding the 
riding the bus and all this stuff to the shows as like 10, 11, 12 years old, you know, so it was, it was in me, you know, from back in the day. And, um, yeah. So when I got to high school, I went to a performing arts high school and, uh, started learning about jazz and, you know, all kind of stuff like that. And, you know, that, that bug bit me. And, uh, I you know. say that too. Yeah. I say bug bit me and that was yeah. it. So wait, I want to know, was it love at first sight for you too? Most definitely. Yeah, oh. for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Wait, right, was it right? Wait a minute. She giggled. Wait, you listen. I always like to ask a couples that. I always like to ask couples that because sometimes there's one that says, Well, not really. Like at first, you know, so it was. It was love at first sight. That was right. it. For you sure. two. You two locked eyes. Was it like like the songs? Well, honestly, we, we were friends for like two years. We were, like I said, we were in the same ensemble. We were friends. Um, I'm two years older than her, you know. I'm, you know, I'm oh, you said- robbing the cradle. Not that any of that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, so in the soul review, both of us were like the funny people, or we thought we were, and oh, kind of became sure. hanging out with him and his friends. He's um, an alpha. He's a frat. So I, me and my friends would hang out with him and his friends, you know, just because we both thought we were funny. And mm-hmm. um, at some point, he asked me to go out with him just as the two of us. But I mean, you know, he asked me like to go out for ice cream or something like that. And <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. Oh yeah. my God, I can't go any more than I do. Lord have mercy. She said, we went out for ice cream. Oh. <laughs> then, it was, then it became something different. But yeah, at yeah. first it was just us just kind of hanging out um, collectively or just as friends right. uh, for a couple of years and then we kind of did something separate. Yeah. I love that. Well, look, you've got our family members talking. Okay, Thaddeus, hi there. He says, greetings, word family. Wow, I love Mississippi Mass. Okay, yes, Alvin says, you. you guys are a beautiful looking couple. I thank you. I told, and Faye, Faye Sargent said, I am here. I'm watching. I am here. I love it. And Ms. Viola, hi, beautiful. She shares, she's watching from Delaware. Okay, she wants us to wants us to know. Look at this family ZD devices tuning in. I love it. Love love it. So, okay, so how long? For how long? I should ask. Did you two date before marrying? Six years. (laughs) (laughs) A whole lot in that. I knew the answer right off. I just, <laughs> yeah, she's right. She, she is. Don't know yeah. how I knew that answer, but I, I knew it right. Oh off. no, she knew that. She said that with conviction. Sure, yeah. Yes, I did. There was no doubt. Okay, Mike, yeah. you had to think. And she said, oh, I, know, I, knew. <laughs> "I know." She just kind of jumped. The world you know. knows. Yeah. The world yeah. knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, listen. Look at this. Look at our very own Keith Pelzer. Hi, Keith. He said, "Bird be in them big concert streets." He. Think- <laughs> <laughs> You've got, look at all of our family members are joining, sharing love with you two tonight. And I love it. I love it. Family, for those of you who have just joined us, welcome. Welcome. You're tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. And we are talking with Mike and Roz. Chef Razia, that is Chef Roz. I said that wrong. Mike and Razia, Chef Roz. There we go. There we go. There we go. So we're talking about love. We're talking about Life, um, Anne is sharing that she is watching from Kennesaw, Georgia. Oh, hey, oh, 
mom, mom Burton is watching. I love it, y'all. I just love it. Okay, so we got to get it right. We got to get, oh, right. get it right. We got to get it right. Let's do it. So, wait, we need to have mom come on talking about the choir and all. We listen, listen, mom. Okay, I'm going to reach out to you, Mom Burton. I sure am. You know, Thaddeus has already said he loves Mississippi Mass. So, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I did not invite you to come and talk with us. So, I, I, you know, I've been, you know, I follow you guys. I follow you guys on social media. I'm always watching. I love, love, love. Just everything that you post with you guys individually, with your families about work and everything. And it's always amazing to me to see couples who are both successful in their individual fields and are thriving. And you guys really, I mean, I don't know what tablet from the burning bush Mm-mm. y'all read from okay but it seems like it, it really looks like everything your kids you've got beautiful beautiful kids beautiful kids so i'm always curious to know if successful couples such as yourselves come together and put a plan and say okay this is how we're going to do this and so forth and, and do things or, or do things like fall into place by divine orchestration did you have a vision board like what no. Neither. <laughs> Neither. Neither. Maybe they are falling into place as we go because, mm-hmm. our, you know, we're still two individuals that are growing. Our children mm-hmm. are growing also. So I, I believe we're just learning as we grow or learning as, as we get through it. Um, so, no, we don't we don't have a plan, really. Honestly, that's divine orchestration. I love it. Yeah, we we just we we trying. We, we working at it. Exactly. We adjust, we adjust what we are doing. You know, kind of. I think that's the main thing with marriage. Like both both parties have to want to be married and work at it and try. You know, so that's that's really mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, and we support each other in her, in her business. She supports me and what I'm doing. I, a good story when I we uh before we got married, she moved to Atlanta, and I um. I had got a job offer to be a assistant band director at a college in South Carolina. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I was still wanted to, I, I hadn't really toured yet. I'd done a few little things, but I hadn't really got out there and really done it. You know, Start with your, original, mm-hmm. your original dream was to, to be like a professor. What I'm doing now, like to be a professional musician, like to record and do my mm-hmm. own stuff and work with all these other artists and whatever, you know? So she was like, you don't want to do that. Like, don't take that job. You know, it's going to work out. You know, don't do it. So, as a band director, yeah, don't don't be the band director, you know. And I'm like, you know, I I got my master's degree from school. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, bills got to get paid, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, I'm going to take this job and I'm like, I'll just drive to South Carolina. I'll commute. I'll come back to Atlanta and I'll figure it out. Like, you don't want to do that. Two weeks later, it's my birthday. Uh, we go to it. I'm like, I don't want to really celebrate. I'm kind of down, you know, whatever. She's like, uh, we're going out. We're going out. So we go to this jam session back in the day. Cafe 290 was like the Sunday night jam session in Atlanta. We went to the jam session and just so happened, this guy, Ronnie Garrett, he was, he was the music director, Tyler Perry. He was looking for me. He was like, yo, bro, I was looking for you. I'm glad you're here. We're shooting a movie. Tonight or tomorrow. Oh, two days from now. Yeah. Somebody's going to call you tomorrow to get your sizes for wardrobe, blah, blah, blah. And that, and that that turned into like 10 years of me touring and doing all the stage plays and all this stuff with Tyler Perry, you know, so. 
So you have me to thank. You yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, you know, so people who are looking for that, that their mate, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you yes. got to find somebody that's, that's aligned with you, that, that believes in your dreams just as much as you believe in it yourself, you know what I'm saying? And, and you put the same thing into them, you know? So, right. you know, that's that's where it's at, you know? And I think, I think it helps too, you know, because a lot of my buddies who are, my age, maybe a little, little younger, a little older, but they're still out here trying to find somebody. I, I think really for us is that we met when neither one of us had anything. You know, mm-hmm. so we were both mm-hmm. dreaming and hoping to do all these things, you know. So sometimes we just look around now and like almost be in tears, like we're actually doing it. You know, <laughs> you, you are thriving. That's what I, I'm telling you. I love that. And I love what you said about pouring into each other positively. Yeah. I love, love, love that. And that's so important. That's yeah. so important to be each other's support. Family, listen, you see the conversation has already begun. And I know you have comments and questions and you are invited to join the conversation. You can do so by giving us a call or you can add a comment in the comment section. I will do my best to read it aloud. What we're going to do right now, though, is take just a short commercial break. So whatever you do, don't leave, okay? Because we will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. We are joined in this hour with a magnificent power couple. They are both Mike Burton and Chef Roz. And they are talking with us about love and about life. Just everything under the umbrellas of both, quite honestly. Uh, Ms. Viola, she shares hello all and thankful Thursday. Hi, Ms. Viola. Beautiful. Cheryl is sharing good evening as well to all. Have a blessed and peaceful night. And Shawnee Shiraz said, hey, hey, sis, I'm watching from DC. Hey, <laughs> and Alfred says, it is so great to see the family support. Tia shares, hey guys, I am here and I love you guys. Happy birthday, Tia. Happy birthday, Tia. We like to here, Tia, okay? Happy birthday, Tia. Happy birthday, Tia. Where? Yes. And Rowena Brown, Rowena shares, I'm watching. I am watching, okay? I am watching. Thaddeus shares, King Mike and Queen Razia are blazing the trail. Keep soaring. I love that, Thaddeus. Listen, our family members, I told you, we're love bugs here. We are love bugs. (laughs) So I have a question for you, Chef Roz. Now, family, what I shared with you is that Chef Roz is the winner of Owns Great Soul Food Cook-Off, okay? Which is a cooking competition to celebrate soul food is the foundation of American cuisine. Congrats first, because I did not say that and I would be remiss if I did not. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Happens to Marco Troy. Lord, let me tell you how I'd be rolling around your house. OK, let me tell you that. OK, I don't know anything like you do, but I and I'm almost rolling now. So I know I'd be a, a little Oompa Loompa. I, I, sure would. I don't know how you're not, Mike. I'd be a little and listen, <laughs> listen, she cooks very healthy in the, in the home, though. She does. Oh, listen. listen. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Listen. So, Chef Raz, I'm curious to know, because I was sharing with our family members that you, you had, you came from social work, which is a completely different 
life. Yeah. Can you talk with us about the transition from going from social work to becoming a celebrity chef? Heavens to Mercury. <laughs> I'm not really sure where I start, but I do know it's just kind of happening to me. Not to say that I'm not doing the work, but it is happening to me. So I was a social worker for nine years. And in that, um, my parents, let me first say, my parents bought a house here when my daughter, my first daughter was four months old. Mm-hmm. They settled here in, in Riverdale from DC. That's where I'm from. Okay. And so my mom was keeping my daughter every day. But as a social worker, you're working kind of from sunup to sundown, just the commitment of it all. So I was in my mind seeking something just from the universe, kind of seeking something for a better schedule. Because sometimes I would pick Layla up at 8 p.m. I would drop her off at 7 in the morning, you know, just turn back around and have that schedule. So it was just my mom parenting my daughter, really. And so I was just seeking in the universe something else, a better schedule as a social worker, because my my family, after all, paid for my degree. Sure. But the whole vision of um, being a chef, myself and a chef coat, the name Fuller, which is my mom's maiden name, those things began to just feed into my brain. Um, I, I used to see a um, Mack truck driving down the interstate with Fuller on it. Um, with like packaged goods in it, um, going to the grocery store. I would, I would see these things. Um, and then one day I decided to sit at my mom's kitchen table, um, when I was picking up my daughter and I just told her what I saw. And she was like, of course you should do it. Do it. You host people all the time. You cook all the time. You should do it. And then I had this crazy idea to, um, start a food truck because food trucks were popping or like a big deal in LA. Maybe even Philly at the time. This is 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they weren't really big in Atlanta. So I thought that I would have a food truck. At the time, I had a little, small, little escape, little, smaller truck. And um, my brother in law was like, we could just flip your truck. We could wrap your truck. We could put a, a thing in the, in the back that'll um, heat, the, heat the food. I had something called Fuller Burgers where I was stuffing um, turkey burgers. And so I thought that I would sell those for like the club let out. Um, you know, like after the club let out in Atlanta, I would just fill up, sell my burgers. <laughs> like, nah, we ain't about to do that. So my friend was like, <laughs> You gotta get the club let out at 2 a.m. We not about to do that. So uh so at the time I was doing with <laughs> I was, He said no negative. Negative. So uh, I was working with Tyler Perry. I was touring with the plays at the time. Okay. And we had catering, you know, all the time for the shows. And it was great catering. But was I was, great? It was really good. Okay. Good. I'm like, oh, hey, it was good catering. Okay. Okay. But, but, uh, but I was, uh, since I was sitting at the bar at the hotel one night and our tour manager was down there at the bar and I was like, yo, you know, Razia, they all knew her because she was always coming on the road, hanging out, you know. You know, Razia started her own catering company. You know what I'm saying? And she really... Hadn't really started it like that. <laughs> like, yo. So that's when right. I speak it. Speak when, it. Come on, manifestation. Okay. Come on. I'm like, Listen. yo, if y'all ever need anybody to cater some, blah, 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 she got you. And they were like, okay, cool. So just so happened, we had what was it? Like, yeah, I had five weeks. Like over a month of rehearsals to get this tour up on the road. And they called her to do it. They called me to do one day. So and they she called killed me it. because the chef 
fell through for the following day. So they called me. Be ye prepared. Next day, I would have Be to show ye also up. ready. <laughs> but the very following day, I would have to show up to, to do this catering service for 75 people. Well, I had only catered probably a couple of times for my family, you know, mm-hmm. up to doing this. But anyway, Michael was like, I already told him you could do it. You have the gig. You have the gig. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's okay. Video of what catering looked like. So when he went to lunch that day, he sent me a video of catering. Well, there were no disposables there. There was no aluminum pan. So I'm like, oh my God, I have to go find a place. I found a place called Restaurant Depot. I went and bought all catering supplies in Restaurant Depot. And he was like, you feed your, you feed more than 75 people all the yeah, time. Like more than 75 family. people yeah. in your family. Yeah. You do this all the time. You can do it. Anyway, I bought all these catering supplies and he was just like, feed him, feed him your, your best soul food dish. He named every dish off. So I know he was mac and cheese, um, fried chicken, fried catfish. And then I made like a sweet potato souffle and rice. Mm-hmm. So I made a whole spread. Well, before they finished lunch that day, they asked me to be there for lunch and dinner for five weeks. Then I did like 16 weeks. Then they sent me to WeTV because the Braxton's was starting. Um, but people kind of thought I knew what I was doing because I had a high client to start, but that client really taught me like catering 101. It taught me how to be a caterer, but I showed up that first day. It was me and my sisters. We got t-shirts made and all of this. I didn't have a chef code. We got t-shirts made for that day. So yeah, it, it led to this career. And you know what? Everybody probably appreciated that more. Because it, listen, it was unique. You didn't need a chef coat that day. It's like, oh, look at Chef Rod. Like, she's so down. Yeah. <laughs> she's so chill. <laughs> Here you think, thinking, I don't have a chef coat. And everybody's like, Man, she's so chill. I like this. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love Family, you hear this? She said, no. But did you hear Mike? Mike said, uh-uh, you got the job, so you better get started. We got we got stuff to do. We got- my wife's going to get the let out. That's what he said. Oh, he said no. He said no. He said It's 2 a.m. now. What? He said no. That's going to be a negative. Harold is letting us know that he is joining us and he is watching. And Rich, hey there, Rich. Rich, oh, I didn't even know you guys knew Rich. I'm family yes. too. He said, hey, Philly and Atlanta. This Listen, Rich, hey, I've got to call you, Rich. I'm going to call you. And Ms. Viola shares Fuller Southward Saxon was our family club in Philly. I was the last president in Philadelphia. Look at this. All of this family. Alfred said, that's great support, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Look at that. ZD said, go, Mike, go, Mike. And Tia shared, what a great story and start. Faye is joining us as well. Faye Sargent. And she shares, so humble. Danita. Danita's joining us too. Danita Minifield shares. I love this. Okay. And Ms. Roz, hi there, beautiful. She shares, God is good all the time. He may not come when you want him, but he is always on time. You congratulations and keep up the great work. You are a celebrity. Rowena shares, God always makes things work out for the good. Doesn't he? What? Doesn't he? Oh, y'all. See, family, this is what I was talking about. I I was so excited to have them come and share with us. I mean, because it doesn't get any better than this. Now, first of all, we love supporting, but we love supporting our own. We love, and I love showing a spotlight on us, Mm -hmm. especially and particularly because we don't see enough 
positive images. We don't see enough black couples who are working together right. successfully, who have a, you know, a, just a positive, happy household. Yeah. And that's a, listen, that's what I want our babies to see. I want our babies to see that. I want our babies to see you. Yeah. And I, this is what I want our babies to aspire to be. Okay. Yeah. This, this is right here. I mean, yeah. my, my family, I know some of you are saying, well, wait, I don't have that. Well, you too. Okay. But I'm saying this is the images and these are the models that I want for our babies. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, Frida is joining us. Frida Stanfield and shares. I see you. Love you, love you. My daughter has the number one gospel song in the country right now, Bobby Storm. Y'all go get it. Wait a minute, I know Bobby. Wait, this is, wait, what? My cousin. cousin. Well, my cousin. Shut up, but keep talking. Are you kidding? See what I'm saying? Let me tell you, family, you know how you think you know people, and then you start talking to them, and you say, wait a minute, I don't know. I thought I knew. I love Bobby. I love Bobby. She yes. is such a sweetheart. Oh yes. my goodness. Awesome. We did a show together years ago uh, in film. Okay. Yeah. As a result of working with Eric Wortham. He He put us all together. He put it was a show with me, Bobby, and uh Carla Gamble. That was how I okay. met them. Wow. So yes. Oh, that yes. is well, that's our yeah. right there, free to stand. <laughs> well, let me tell you something for, for birthing that angel. Okay. Free to stand feel yeah. for birthing that angel. I love me some Bobby Storm. Okay. I love yeah. me some Bobby. And she's just the sweetest little thing. She's so, she's so sweet. Just so sweet. All right, family, you know how I am. I'm all over. I mix apples with oranges all the time. So if you have just joined us, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, we're happy to have you here. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. We are talking with Mike and Chef Roz. Yes, we are. And we're trying to fit everything into this little hour, but you know how fast and how quickly the time goes. What we're going to do in about a minute is take another short commercial break. But when we come back, Mike, I want to know about the most recent tour on which you were. I have a specific question to ask you. Nothing, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Just setting it up because we're going into commercial break. But before we take that commercial break, um, I, I do want to share that some more family members are joining us via socials. Anitra, she shares, I love all three of y'all. Oh, love you too. I'm sending kisses, I'm sending kisses. And Malcolm shares a power couple, aren't they? I know, I know. And Kiki is joining us. Hey, Kiki Sabor. She says, hi, Uncle Mike and Aunt Roz. From love, just sending love. Look at that. Miss Joanne, hi, beautiful. She's joining us as well. And she's sending peace and love to everybody. I love it. I love it. I love it. Family, I told them. I said, we're all here. I'm like, what I want you to do right now is know that the phone lines are still open and that you can feel free to continue to comment on our socials. Stay with us, though, because it's going to be a short commercial. We'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with our love bugs, Mike Burton and Chef Roz. They're joining us this evening to talk about life and to talk about love and everything underneath both umbrellas of the same. I do want to share with you that Raphael, hi, brother Raphael, Suleiman, 
He is joining us and he's saying a good evening to everybody. Rowena shares, it is such a small world. You never know who knows us or who we may come across. That is the truth. And I do not want to mispronounce your name. I don't know if it's Hira, Hajra, is it? That's perfect. Yep, that's exactly what it is. girl. Yes. And she writes, I am so proud of you two. I'm watching it from Maryland. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I'm looking at the time and we don't have much time left, but I do have a few more questions for you. Now, Mike, you most recently wrapped up a tour with Usher during his uh, Las Vegas residency, if I'm not mistaken. And now we all know that you're not new to touring. Okay. We know that, you know, this is not new or to working in the industry, but I do know that each tour is different. Right. And that there's something different about every tour, good, bad, or indifferent. Right. There's something different. So right. can you share with us about uh, working that particular tour and how it was different for you from other papers? Uh, first of all, it was awesome. I will say that it's probably the largest production I've been a part of, you know, just so many moving parts, you know, from everybody in the production to uh, you know, of course, the band and uh, dancers and skaters and uh, all of the pyrotechnics and the lights and the, it's just, you know, there's a huge, hundreds of people are in the production, you know, so you behind the scenes and all the stage. So that was amazing for me to be a part of. And just to watch him, yeah, I never got a chance to work with Michael Jackson or Prince, but mm-hmm. brother's work ethic is, is, is bar none. I, I've never seen it like, like, I mean, we, we're the same age. And this, <laughs> and this brother, <laughs> look, I can't, this man, he's, I mean, he's so in shape. I mean, you know, physically and vocally, just like, yeah, like night after night. I mean, just like it's effortless for him, you know, and just seeing how he's a perfectionist and just the joy to work with. He's not, you know, arrogant or pretentious. He treats everybody like people. And it's, it's, wow. it's, it's been a great experience, like, you know. And I'm not just saying that because I'm still working with him. I, I mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a. Uh, it's, it's it's been awesome. You know. You know, I've heard that about him. You, you, that yeah. you are not the first to say that. So it, I mean, everybody says that. Right. Yes, everybody says he is just a genuine, just nice human being, just a yeah. nice guy. Sure. Most definitely. I, I I I met him once. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. Years, years, years ago. Yeah. And every single time, because I, I remember when you told, when you posted that you were doing the tour, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, so when are you guys there?" And how I, I sent a message. I said, "When are you guys? How long?" Yeah. Like, you know, I never made it. Every single top family. Let me tell y'all something, because this is on my bucket list now. And I saw that he, I think he tweeted to Neil Long or something yeah. with yeah. whom I share a birthday. Okay. okay, he said he's coming back. So I said, "I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. When? Yes. I'm coming. I'm coming." Every single time, family, I plan to go. He's talking about the Super Bowl, February 11th. That's what he was saying. (laughs) He's talking about halftime. So I am so mad now. I am so mad right now. I'm so mad. So mad at that. But that's all right. That's all right. That's I am. Listen, I'm going to get, I'm going to come see y'all somewhere because I'm I'm speaking it. Okay. Y'all are coming back. This residency is coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming. I won't be there, but they'll be in Philly like next, like in a few days, maybe the 12th or yeah. something like that. Well, by the grace of God, I'll be working. Oh, okay. Well, you know. We don't want the alternative. No, we don't. No, right. we don't. But that that's why I couldn't, I've never been able to make it. 
because yeah. I've been working. Yeah, I mean, we always work. So I'm not complaining. That's not a complaint. Because we, you know, doing the same thing. So. Yes. Praise yeah. God. Listen. Listen. So I do have one last question for the two of you. I would like to. Oh, you have a question? No, no, no. I was saying this is our last question. This was quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to know. Well, actually, one of our family members has a question. I had a question for you, but how about this? Eric is joining us. Hi there. Just Rick. Just Rick. He shares welcome, Mike and Queen Chef Roz. Chef Roz, what is the best and most satisfying dish you love to create? And Mike, what tour did you have the most fun? On what tour did you have the most fun? Yeah. The most satisfying dish. I think I am most satisfied when I watch people or I have the ability to watch people enjoy whatever I make. So that's where the satisfaction comes in. It's just watching people indulge. And I think Michael is my best um, client, you know, or my best. I'm a taste tester. It's just a taste <laughs> yes. yes, he is. And so maybe I most enjoy cooking. For Michael, um, because he is maybe not the most appreciative, but <laughs> the most, no, you are very appreciative, but I'm just saying he is, that's his love language. And I believe I used him as my cooking school, hmm. as my own private training or trainer. He was like my private trainer. I'm not even trying to give you this much credit because I need my flowers. I'm not gonna hear the end of this. <laughs> Wait, Anitra shares she is still waiting to get a plate from Chef Roz. She'll be appreciative. Like, oh, I'm like, no. Okay. Did so, you see that? You see what Anitra said? Anitra said she didn't get her plate yet. She said she's still waiting to get a plate and she will be most appreciative. <laughs> and Rick, Eric said, oh my God, how cute. I can't take it. He said, I can't take it. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he, my appreciation or satisfaction comes from watching people enjoy whatever I create. Most often I am kind of like a vegan chef by day, but then I do catering events and things of that nature. So whatever I create, just being able to watch watch people indulge in a way, um, this, mm, you know, there's a sensation, that feeling that you get, it is love. So being able- We to, dance, we dance when we get happy, when we eat, we dance. Watching that whole thing, like, ooh, all of that is where I get my satisfaction, no matter what I create. I love that. And Mike, on what tour did you have the most fun? I mean, you know, each tour is different, but 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 you know, when you tour, you become family with the people you're on the road with. You know, yep. what I'm saying? yes, so, that's true. So I, you know, I I love the Usher tour. I love my brothers in the band. You know, we texting jokes and all that stuff every day. You know, great guys. Probably all time though, the guys who I'm still like, we still have our little text thread and send jokes and probably. It's probably a toss-up between Jill and PJ Morton. So I mean, oh. like, you know, so so like we have an Instagram group with all the Jill veterans from you know Eric Wortham and Aaron Draper and all the cats. So we send this stuff every day. You know, I mean, I, I, I was with Jill from on and off from 08 to 2019. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
great times. Yeah. And then I was with PJ more from the beginning. We were we were with PJ on his like first tour. We had his his mama's church bus. Wow! The bus said "Women of Excellence" on the side. <laughs> He <laughs> gave us the bus for the summer run, and we all got on the bus. with no women in the band. We we, we we put up these little bitty clubs. It's like thirty people. They're like, who are these guys? Women of and we would go there, and, and we would kill it. So you know, kill it. So you know, just to see PJ now, like he just finished the tour of Africa doing his own music. Yeah. And, like, it's so inspiring. Like, when I'm old enough now, I've been doing this long enough to know that, like, if you work hard enough and you do mm-hmm. it and you believe in yourself and you put the mm-hmm. work in it, it's going to happen. Like, I, you know, it's so it's awesome. So probably between PJ and Jill, you know, just good time. Uh, love it. Well, Alfred shares, it sounds like y'all don't work. Y'all have labors of love. Sure. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Man, that's uh, what I tell my kids. Do something that you're going to like to do every day. Uh, to that point, okay, so listen. You know I adore y'all, but I didn't even get to talk about the babies. So will you guys come back and share with us about the babies? Yeah. Because I I just want our family members to know about them too. And uh, and then when you come back, we can get an update on everything else that is taking place in the I'm, meantime, in between time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Y'all will come back. Y'all will. Sure. Awesome. You're awesome. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. What? Awesome. Listen, I, thank y'all. Seriously, I mean it with every fiber of my being. I just, I was so excited to have you guys come on and just talk with us about life and just share, you know, just share and, and uh, tell you I love your pieces. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Family. Family. OMG. If you have just joined us, well, you missed my life. Okay. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But in this past hour, we have just been blessed with the presence of Mike Burton and Chef Ross. They have just shared with us about love about life and everything in between. Our family members are sharing that it was so nice to have met you both. And Hajra said, yes, have them back. Okay, this was a great show. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. And Mom Burton, um, Mike, if you wouldn't mind, if you could send me Mom Burton's info. Because Mom Burton, I'm coming. I'm coming for you too. Oh, and I know Bobby's number, so I'm going to text Bobby because I meant to reach out to her too. So we're going to have Bobby on too. Look, the whole family's coming. Awesome. The whole family is coming. But yeah. uh, in the meantime, in between time, just know that we so appreciate you for just spending your time, your energy, your attention, your spirit, just uh, your intention with us. Um, we're going to take just a short commercial break. The family know that the phone lines are still open. And if you've misplaced the number, well, guess what? I'm going to give it to you. You can call us at 215 634 8065, or you can even call us toll free at 1 800. And don't forget, you can still share a comment on our socials, and I'll do my best. I promise I'll do my best to read it out. Whatever you do, though, don't leave us, okay? Don't leave us. Now, we've got to let Mike and Chef Roscoe in this moment, but I'll be here, okay? So stay with us because I'm coming. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.